Welcome back for Chapter 8, Cognitive Psychology. So this week we'll explore how do we think, how do we reason to determine if a conclusion is valid, how do we solve problems and make decisions. In this era of COVID-19, the coronavirus, you've likely been thinking a lot. You might have been solving new problems, um, making decisions, comparing, remembering what life was like, um, and making new decisions as we work towards recovery. So I encourage you to apply what you are learning to your daily experiences always. I'm becoming aware of how you personally solve problems, how you make decisions, how you reason to determine, for example, if a piece of information is valid. Um, becoming aware of all that is incredibly valuable. This week, I invite each of you to start with a riddle. So there's a quick video up. You'll check out Lisa Weiner's adaptation of a classic riddle, the river crossing riddle. It goes by a lot of different names and under a lot of different problems, and you can definitely explore more riddles this week. So the riddle starts out like this. As a wildfire rages through the grasslands, three lions and three wildebeest flee for their lives. Can you help them figure out how to get across on one raft without losing any lives. So the video will introduce you to the riddle and then you'll have the opportunity to pause and try to solve it yourself. Once you're finished, review the explanation and then I challenge you to go back and apply what you've learned and are learning in chapter eight to this riddle. So for example, how did you initially take steps to solve the problem, to overcome the challenge of getting the animals across the river without having the lions eat the wildebeest? Did you use some trial and error, some slow, effortful system two thinking? Did you restructure the problem, draw it out with some symbolic representations? Was there another form of strategy like, um, perhaps creating an analogy that you used. Along the way, did you also tap into some of that fast thinking system one using mental shortcuts or heuristics? Did you have a moment of insight after you stepped away from the problem and returned? It's really valuable whenever you can to really practice applying concepts within um, a set example, like the river crossing riddle. So I wanted to recap a couple of ideas for you here. Um, just before you get started, we've mentioned this idea before that you have two thinking systems, a dual processor, if you will, inside your brain. Um, so all the time we use both slow, effortful, systematic thinking, for example, to solve a really tough problem. But more commonly, we spend a lot of our days um, solving problems and making decisions using our fast thinking mind, um, relatively unconscious, automatic thinking that involves a lot of shortcuts. Now, a lot of times these shortcuts work and help us to find solutions, but other times when we rely on shortcuts, we make really predictable mistakes. And this is where psychologists and economists come together and study how we think. So I want to introduce you to one of the major um, shortcuts we use, the availability heuristic, and how it can oftentimes bias our thinking. Okay, 
So it's summer. In the state of North Carolina, many of you may enjoy time at the beach, um, actually during all seasons of the year. And you may know that while beaches are enjoyable, there are certainly risk. What would you say is the biggest risk that you face at the beach? If you are like many people, you may say the first thing that pops into your mind, which may be something like shark attacks. Um, It's true, shark attacks are worrisome, and they make the news. They get our attention, they're vivid, there are even movies made to um, really pair together this idea of shark attacks and the beach in our minds. However, many of you may also know that really the most common source of danger, injury, and ultimately death at the beach is in fact drowning and riptide currents. We are more likely to fear the shark attacks because of the availability heuristic. As humans, the way we think, we oftentimes assume whatever is most available in memory, most vivid, happens more often. When in fact, oftentimes those things that make the news that are most vivid are actually, of course, less common um, and less likely to result and bad results. So oftentimes we fear the wrong thing and we fear the wrong thing due to this availability heuristic. So I really encourage you as you go throughout this week, you're exploring examples of different types of um, mental shortcuts to really um, apply what you're learning to your everyday life. One final note, you'll also be exploring intelligence this week. This is such a hotly debated topic around which many myths and misunderstandings still persist today. So I really encourage you to go in with an open mind. What is intelligence? What types of intelligence do we value in our society? And then as you move into the Ed Puzzle videos, for example, the TED Talk by Temple Grandin, how is Temple Grandin intelligent? How does she use her skills as an asset in her career? How might her brain even be wired differently based on the types of skills and the types of thinking that she practices? I encourage you all to reach out at any time with questions and just enjoy exploring some additional resources this week and applying what you're learning to your life.